0: Jesus said, if you hold to my teachings, then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. I'm your host, Kim Arnold, and welcome to Truth Love, where we discuss life issues and the truth of God's word in love without judgment or condemnation. Okay, hey, we're back. Welcome, everybody. Um, I'm sitting here at the table with my partner.
1: At the table, (laughs) once again,
0: this table is anointed.
1: This table is a blessing and has been a blessing to my life and the lives of so many people that you have poured into and allowed God to be heard from, to be known, and Hmm. to be exalted.
0: Amen. Well, let's keep lifting them up. I know. So now, for the listeners again, anybody who's just tuning in, Elander and I have been friends for over 20 years. Yes. And uh, I don't know if
1: that's a good thing for you, though. Well, sometimes it's not. <laughs>
0: but, <laughs> so, but you may hear me call him Elander or you may hear me refer to him as E. But either way, I'm talking about Elander. So, you know, I want to follow up from last week's episode okay. that we did. And, um, Last week's episode was called How Do You Love Me? Mm -hmm. And I want to encourage anybody who has not listened to that, as a matter of fact, stop this episode and go listen to that and follow it up with, With this episode, because this is like part two, kind of. Okay. Well, well,
1: it was a great... Well, So, the how do you love me? It's certainly a a current and interesting topic. Yeah,
0: exactly. Today's climate. Yeah, exactly. Today's climate. And, you know, I was telling uh, people from last week, um, you know, we were talking about humanity. uh, And it just touches on all kind of things that's going on in the news today. So... So that was the question last week. How do you love me? Mm -hmm. And as I thought, Elander, the rest of the week, I pondered it, uh, pondered the show. I asked myself some questions, right? You know, how is it possible that we see things so differently um, and people who deeply care for each other see differently, right? So. You know we're different different cultures, and we see things and we process them differently, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, it, you know, our experiences shape us. Our you know uh, cultural backgrounds have an impact, and uh, certainly, I I, I wouldn't uh, put this lightly. Uh, the, the 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 messages that mass media, social media, mm-hmm. um, are constantly feeding us subliminally consciously true. have an impact that we're not aware of.
0: That Now that's very true, right? And it's in your face all the time, yeah. right? And it's like, okay, why if injustice and bigotry and racism is so clear to maybe like me or you, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to one group of people, why is it not clear to others? Mm. And this is where I conclude it with, these are the things that I came up with, one, and and one of them you you've touched on. Uh, you know, because we view things through our life experiences. You just said that, right? Yeah. And if you haven't experienced something, sometimes you just cannot relate to it. Hard right? To have
1: empathy or see it from somebody else's lens. Then.
0: Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And if it's not impacting or disrupting, you know, your everyday life, mm-hmm. right? It was mm-hmm. like, okay, that doesn't even, that's not applicable to me. So, you what know, do I care, right? Right. Exactly. Right.
1: Or 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 maybe you just well, that's too bad and you keep going. Yeah, that's doesn't move you. It doesn't right. no,
0: exactly. Yeah. It doesn't do anything. Or that same scenario that it doesn't impact me, not only me, but you know, nobody else in my household. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Doesn't impact my family, doesn't impact those like me. Right. That's exactly right. And those in my immediate circle, yeah. right? Yeah. Um so all of that being said. You know, it becomes very easy to look the other way. Would you agree with that? Yeah. If something's not affecting us, o- almost
1: too easy, right? I, I think there's so many messages and images that we've become desensitized. Yes. To the pain of others, right? There's so many images that we have that um, of violence, of misogyny, right? Um, you know racism. Right. Uh, that we, we, all the isms, yeah, all of, yeah, yeah, all of the <laughs> isms. I put them up there.
0: So when you say that, that's right. We become not only desensitized, but we, we just get this uh, tunnel vision as well. We're desensitized maybe to things going on, but it's tunnel vision again, what impacts me? Yeah. You know, and that's what we're, uh, that's what happens, but we've got to be willing, Elander, to talk about our different experiences with people with an open mind. Yeah. Right? And people who don't necessarily look like us, think like us, talk to us like us, or, you know.
1: Agreed, Kim. I think and the starting point from that is is really not to look at the differences, mm-hmm. but find the commonalities yeah. and talk through the differences. And I think That's what we perfect. find is, yeah. is once we start talking about those differences, they're right. not as far off. Yeah, as, we, as we believe.
0: That's exactly correct. I, no, I like that. That's right. Find out what we have in common. Now, you know, I can pretty much sit down and have something in common with just about anybody. Well, you're,
1: you're a pretty I mean, well-rounded person. I mean, you have a, 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 a you know a bevy of experiences that are very diverse. So I think that if you aren't able to find common ground with somebody, <laughs> we're, the rest of us are in trouble.
0: <laughs> you know I'm going
1: to find <laughs> yeah, something by the time
0: yeah. it's all said and done <laughs> yeah. with, right? So... So with all that being said, it's it's the lack of experience, our unwillingness, right, to talk mm-hmm. about things. And you know what this does? It invalidates the experiences that yeah. other people are having, yeah. right? Yeah. So we're all guilty of that, right?
1: Completely. I know I am, you know. Yeah. I, I, I know I you are.
0: In, I know you are. Listen, I That's, believe
1: in God. Yeah. I, I'm trying to be more like Christ. But he ain't done with me yet.
0: Right. (laughs) (laughs) Good thing. But I'll move right on. (laughs) Keep going. (laughs) Keep
1: going. It's all right. I need Jesus.
0: Yeah. So you know what? Look, more than likely, your friends, Elander, my friends, our colleagues, they sometimes don't see what we do. It's because it doesn't resonate with them. Yeah. Right. It really doesn't. It doesn't impact their world. It doesn't disrupt their everyday life. And it doesn't touch their household, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So I want to talk about some examples, if I can, on this. So
1: I'm afraid to hear where you're going to go. But no, don't be, be afraid. I, no, but I think it'll be interesting. I think it'll be one of these challenging moments, right? These opportunities to have a difficult conversation. conversation. Yeah, yeah. So you I know what? I think it's a great opportunity.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And uh, so one, I want to talk about um, the first one. I want to talk about. Traffic stops actually. Mm. So, you're a parent, number one. Talk, to, and I was going to say, talk to any African American mother mm. or any black parent, African American, whatever term you're using. People are using these days. Both, I usually say black. But, so do I. Okay, <laughs> I usually do. Um, but talk to any black parent, and they will tell you that one of their greatest fears. Is a worry and concern when their kid walks out the door, gets in a car that they could possibly be pulled over for a routine traffic stop, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. something happens. So, so what we have to do is give our kids the
1: talk. Yeah, yeah. I, I have I have three sons as as I think we've talked about. Oh yes. And um,
0: I wouldn't even let them out.
1: I, yeah, I, well, <laughs> you know, okay. I, you know I, I, your 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 fifteen year old uh, nephew. Uh, oh
0: no, he's not. He's never going out. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's another conversation. Yeah, that's yeah, but, a couple yeah.
1: But Kim, it, it, it is real, right? And, yeah. And my sons are, they understand the requirement that I have. That you know, if, if if after a certain period of time, and I don't hear from you, there's a level of fear that goes up that cannot be explained, only except the climate that is that we're in where that's right. A routine traffic stop can take the life of African American or black young man or person
0: or yeah. Or, or, or woman. woman, you know, yeah. it, and it's funny because, um, you know, when you think about that, it's not, we're not talking about somebody going out and committing a crime. No, <laughs> we're talking about being pulled over. I call it, it we call it a lot, Black while driving, driving right? While black, black. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> driving just while blind. <laughs> Right. So, so, Look, the talk we have to give is you teach your I know you've taught your sons, right? Put your hands on the steering wheel, make sure the window is down. Tone when, your voice. Tone your voice. When the police officer comes up, you say, Yes, sir. Yep. No, sir. And don't give any slight movement. Mm-mm. Either way, that could be misconstrued because it could end in death.
1: Look them in the eye. Yeah don't look away. Right. Don't escalate your voice. Right.
0: Don't move your hands suddenly or anything. Right.
1: Yes.
0: So it's that. But I want people to hear me. Right. I'm not saying that white parents aren't concerned about their kids being pulled over. But if you ask them, like some of my friends Mm -hmm. that that have kids, they would tell you they may be concerned about them being pulled over, but it has nothing to do with their skin color, no, right?
1: I, I mean there's so many examples. You think about the, the gentleman a, a year ago who was complying, uh Orlando Castillo, was complying with the officer, at, you know, speaking clearly, articulating. He was in the right. car with his his, his his fiance and his his daughter. He he explains, yeah, I, I, I I'm gonna reach in my back pocket to, to get my license and he loses his life right in front of the people that love him the most. Right,
0: he and loses so- his life. So it's that you know, type of fear that will well up. That's why I say I don't want any um, white parents that are listening uh, to think that, you know, you, I'm sure that you have a concern. But again, we're concerned, number one concern, right? Color your skin. Yeah. Right? It's nothing else. We're not even, you know, not worried necessarily if you run a traffic light and things like that. So, you know, and that's because, Elander, the data shows that black people are disproportionately stopped yes. and killed during a routine traffic stop, yeah. right? Yeah. So, you know, sadly, <laughs> you know, we've seen deaths happen, which you just pointed to one uh, with the gentleman. They happen out there often. Yeah, they may be and,
1: Philando, maybe not Orlando. I may say if, the, okay, Philan- his Okay, yeah, Philan- to
0: correct his he, name. Yeah, Thank so, you. Sorry about that. That's all right. yeah um, that they've pulled, people have been pulled over, died. But, you know, I want to talk about the people, there have been people who've been pulled over and they live, right? Yeah. And -hmm. they have a story to tell that while not leading to death, you know, it was very traumatic, you know, to them. uh, Because they know that even if they've done nothing wrong, they could possibly lose their life. You know what I'm saying?
1: I, I, you know, I grew up in a... um, very interesting community where there were choices made you know that people thought they had made to made to get into illegal activities mm. you know and I'll just leave it at that right I made a choice to go to school I made a choice to you know get my you know education um, and try to be legit in every form possible and still when I get pulled over knowing my, my license is, is now <laughs> not suspended right it's, a, it's legal yeah good thing <laughs> yeah yep so my license is legal. Um, I'm employed, right? I, I, I pay taxes. Um, I'm a father, I'm a grandfather. and yet that whole experience um, is real. you're is, tense. I, 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 tense I'm I, afraid, I, I'm afraid. Okay. All it, right. I'm not a small guy. right. I'm no. afraid
0: right. exactly. Yeah. So so here it is you're afraid. You live on your, so far anyways, you're sitting here, praise God. (laughs)
1: Thank you, you, Jesus.
0: (laughs) That you've lived on these, you haven't had, you haven't been shot, nothing's happened to you violently. So, but you're traumatized. So I want to tell this story about my nephew. This is one of the craziest things I'm I'm telling you. So he was hit from behind uh, by a young white lady. And he... Looked in the rearview mirror and whoever the gentleman was with her, mm-hmm. got out of the car and ran. And then she fled the scene, like took off, Sounds right?
1: Sounds like somebody's doing something they weren't supposed to be doing.
0: Righty, right? <laughs> yeah. So so he was able to at least catch up with her, get her to pull over. They called the police. Now, here's this is crazy, right? She had no license. Wow. No registration. Okay. No insurance. Come on, Kim. And was high on something.
1: Had to be. On,
0: she was on some kind of substance.
1: Hold on. I want to make sure you just. Yeah, let me No get, license, no registration, but, no, no insurance, insurance. And high. Behind the wheel. Got to be high. Right. Okay. Well, <laughs> <laughs> you
0: know, so, so the police officer arrives on the scene and was going to allow her to get back into her car and drive away after he had all of this information of no license, no registration, no insurance, and high. He could tell she oh, was oh, high. Oh,
1: you, you haven't said this yet, but I, I'm going to take a wild guess. She's a white woman.
0: Yes, young white girl. My nephew is black, Yeah, right? So he then questions, my nephew questions the officer and says, you know, why would you let someone with no, no license, <laughs> no registration or insurance and high? get back behind the wheel of a car. That's reckless. Yeah. Right there.
1: And, and, and I believe you said she hit the back of him.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And fled the scene. Yeah, right. Yeah. So he's questioning the officer and, um, okay. he asked the officer, uh, why wow. are you not detaining? Cause usually Elander, if I'm not mistaken, if those things happen, don't you get arrested and they impound the car?
1: Uh, Yes. Right. And, and, and Maryland, they do the, remember, I told you this. I I, I know this, the laws for the states because I've driven through them. Right. I, Maryland or Virginia. I don't know where this occurred, but both of them, you are arrested. OK.
0: And then <laughs> and they, they take away the car. Correct. But, but that in this case, that didn't happen. So. He's asking the officer, hey, look, why are you not detaining her? And, you know, he went on and said, look, if the situation were reversed,
1: no. you know, it would
0: be, it, you know, it it would be a different story. Immediately
1: right? handcuffed. Right, exactly. Violently right? put down.
0: So the, But the officer got angry because my nephew uh, was asking him these questions. And he said, hey, don't stand here and try to tell me how to do my job. We're like...
1: Wow! Well, isn't that so? Well, apparently he didn't seem to know how to do his job.
0: I, hey, I'm not. Yeah,
1: yes, right? that, yeah. and, and so I have the right to ask questions as a citizen. But go ahead.
0: But here's not the, the here's it gets crazier. At the end of the Style. encounter, <laughs> no, no, I'm. I see, this and y'all we know these things happen, right? And this just happened about two weeks ago. Yeah. So that at the end of the encounter, the the officer tried to he threatened to arrest my nephew. For questioning him <laughs> well, about of- letting the girl, so after he questioned the girl, right, and mm-hmm. said she could drive away and my nephew said, look, you're really going to let her drive in the state she's in? So then he let the girl call her, you know, someone, her father to come pick her up.
1: Yeah, wow. You know. So, so, so I, I part of the problem is he's drunk on his authority.
0: I, I guess the, the so. Officer, right,
1: because right? I can't question you, and now you're going to arrest me for question. And then you're yeah. Going he was to, he had threatened
0: threatened, threatened to arrest. Yeah, right. Let me say right. that right. Now, threatened I'm, to arrest. Right, me, and
1: then you're going to let her make a phone call.
0: Yeah. Well, she yeah. got to go.
1: Oh, stop. Yeah. Somebody, Kim, right, no, they I'm picked gonna gonna her up. So talking. I know. I'm be quiet, Look, please. I
0: don't. I don't. You know what, this, Coach going to say to she, she, me? Coach no, going to say, Kim, you spent too much time on this story, but no, no, it's so crazy. I. But here it is. Let me just say this. Be quiet, because I It did not help. It didn't help that she. My or my nephew, rather, it didn't help that he was driving a BMW 750li, mm, right? Mm. So I, here's the <laughs> point of this story. So my nephew, who obviously you know he's 40 now, but his parents done gave him a talk, but obviously he jumped out of protocol
1: yeah, well, <laughs> and a bit, questioned a the bit. officer.
0: But you can't blame him, right? Uh, he he because he did not do the protocol of the top. The cop wants to arrest him. Look, let me go on with the next example before I get upset.
1: Yeah, (laughs) and just to close that out, your nephew was able to...
0: Yeah, he was fine. He got, yeah, no, he was... But I'm just saying, these are the things Mm. that we face, right? And often. So let's talk about another example. Systemic racism, right? Mm. I know that for a fact, and so do you, that an overwhelmingly majority of Black people, this would usually resonate with them. When if you say that we we're engaged, right? Is that true? Uh, yeah,
1: and, and we agree
0: that there's a problem,
1: I, of course. And, and Kim, you you have to think about it this way: what what document of the United States was written, found in documents with us in mind? What federal agency or right. sta- or, or federally run government agency was be, that began with? Us and mom. Right, none. I, I don't know. Right, right. Okay.
0: So we understand, you know, that it's there, right? But you don't have this same overwhelming opinion this from our white brothers and sisters, right? And, and that's not an indictment. It's just a true statement. Why? Because it doesn't penetrate their lives, right? Mm-hmm. It's just what we talked about at the beginning of this. If it doesn't resonate, if it doesn't affect your household, and remember I said we view things through our experiences. So if you haven't had that experience, Mm -hmm. I, you know, I understand. So again, it's not an indictment, but a statement of fact. Right. And while we all have disappointments that hit us in life, right. Mm -hmm. Regardless of our, our race, we all know that. Right. Um, With again, with our white brothers and sisters, those disappointments are, Usually not related to the color of their skin, right?
1: No matter their social economic status,
0: right. right? That's right, that's exactly okay. right. So, um, so we know things like Elander. If we're in a store, um, we're usually being followed because it's thought that we're gonna steal.
1: Listen, right? I, I, listen, I don't, I don't care if it's uh. A store, and you have a suit on, or you have a sweatsuit on. Yeah, right. I, you can have a custom made tailored suit and walk in that store and be followed if you're black.
0: Right, absolutely. Yep. That's that's exactly correct. And you know, I you know, I've asked this. You know, I've I, as we've talked before, I've got pretty much every kind of friend there is in terms of race, right? Oh, yeah. Black, white. Oh yeah. Asian, Hispanic. I, no, my friendship you, you, is eclectic. You, you right? are inclusive. Yeah, hey, you're it open. just, it just works out that way. Anybody's welcome at my table. And I've talked to many white friends and they would have said, Hey Kim, you know what? Look, I hear you. And I have been followed in a store, but I can tell you this. It's because they were looking to help me, <laughs> you know, get, you know, take care of a sale. Yeah, and yeah. they were just being honest. They said, Hey, yeah. I the friends that I've talked to, hey, they've never been followed where they thought that they were, uh, that someone was thinking that they were getting ready to steal uh, something. That right? must be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, I don't you know. know that experience. Right. I was going to say that, you know, for a lot of us, this is this is reality. Now, one of the things, too, I was going to mm. talk about, but I, I decided not to, was corporate racism. And yeah. you know why? That's going to take several podcasts, Right. There is not a black person out there at the sound of my voice listening that has had a corporate job that doesn't where that doesn't resonate with them Now I just used an absolute, okay, but in this case, I might be able to use it i don't I try not to use absolutes, but I, you know, I really think that that's the case, so that's another podcast yeah,
1: it is, and I'll just say this about that. Some of that is even an unconscious.
0: Yeah. Right. Exactly. That's exactly right. So, you know, Elander, just as we we've said, you know, if we're all if we're honest with ourselves, all of us, black, white, no matter what color, uh, ethnic background, when we do not have experiences like I just talked about, Mm -hmm. right? we tend to turn our heads because again it doesn't resonate with us right yeah. and again that's not an indictment it is a statement of fact but i'll tell you this this type of behavior has serious consequences to it right okay. yeah i mean it does you know and i'm going to i want to go into yeah, a no, couple let's, other let's examples okay, okay. Gonna, i was going to say here. while we're talking about the us here we're talking about our lives in the united states right yeah. the world has shown us some of the same behavior
1: Uh, across the the globe that you've seen it, whether it's the Palestinian Israel conversation, right? Right.
0: Exactly. Um,
1: or, you know, some of the things you've seen in, um, uh, years past like Germany, Yes. Right. Absolutely. The, the Jewish Holocaust, right? Yep. Uh, and I'm going to get into
0: that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That'd, that'd I want to. I want to talk great, about but, that. I mean, That's one of the.
1: Yeah, but you can certainly see it. You know. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So one of the first places I want to talk about, from this global perspective, mm-hmm. right, that it's around the globe, and the tr- it's they're tragic consequences. Yeah. <laughs> Complicit behavior leads to tragedy. Trust yeah. me, I could never say that enough. Right. So I want to look at Rwanda for a minute, right? Small country Mm -hmm. on the continent of Africa, right? And this one's personal to me, Elander, because I've been there, as you would know, several times on missions So unlike
1: most of us who've watched the Hotel Rwanda and and really were taken back by that movie. Yeah, I've been to Milkalim Hotel, hotel, right? I've been been there there. and, yes, and
0: been with the Rwandese people and into the Congo even, right? So I want to look at this. So here's what happens. Almost mm. a million people die yeah. in a 90-day period due to a tribal civil war. Yeah, The UN was there, mm. but they did not intervene, right? Because they're under certain guidelines that they have to follow. And the U.S., nor any other major Western power, right, intervened. Why? Tell us. It didn't like, impact you, us. Tell, you know, yeah, I thought you were going to answer it for <laughs> no, me, right? No, it no, didn't. no, tell us. No, I yeah. <laughs> know exactly why, right?
1: And it, what's interesting about that is when you watch the movies, the optics of the U.S.'s absence is so glaring. Yes, right? so, yes. So I, I can't imagine what you being in there, what that felt like for you. But-
0: yeah, I mean, it, it was. It was it, in the movie, you're right, it's very glaring, but there were no, it didn't impact these Western countries. There was no, uh, you know, no. any minerals or anything that they wanted to protect, or oil, or anything like that. No economic impact or anything like that.
1: Kim, I you you know, and and I think all those things are true. Yeah. Um, but I think it speaks to the powers to be in, in Western society who devalue or do not value as great the lives of people that have brown and black skin.
0: Yeah yeah, just, and I, I, I don't want to linger here, but I, I heard uh, Ted Koppel talk to that UN mm-hmm. uh, commander uh, that I went I went to a talk after the Holocaust, right? Well, uh, after the Holocaust, listen at me, after, after. the genocide. Yep. And um, he basically said that. That's basically what they said. Um, the commander said, look, there was not a value of the brown skin brown eyed kid, like his white skin mm. kid, those were his words.
1: And, and he, he, yeah. So he, yeah, he was those, white and his yeah words got yeah, right. Those
0: were his words. So now look for anybody out there who has not heard of, uh, the genocide that happened in Rwanda, surely you would know what happened as he Lander just mentioned, uh, in Germany, right. The yeah, Holocaust. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And I I, I want to talk about that for a, a little bit because you know first of all I I've I've gone down to the museum. Have you ever been down there yet?
1: I I haven't. Yeah, I, I probably should do it.
0: Everybody should. The National Museum in D.C. It it it's amazing. And I went down there, and Elander something really stuck with me. Now there's so much there, but if you say Kim, what did you? Uh, what was the biggest takeaway you walked away that you remembered? Yeah, okay. It was this television screen that they had scrolling. Okay. I can still see it. And it had all of these things that uh, the Nazis started doing. And it would, it would say something like this, like Jewish people could not buy butter on Tuesday. Okay. Yeah, and then they would just go through all of these things. So it started taking away their rights one small thing at a time, one by one. Yeah. One by one. Because so, we usually say, okay, I can't buy butter on Tuesday. I'll get it on Wednesday. Right? But that's how it started. Right? So these type of things, along with complicit behavior. Right. You know? Uh, and we know that the nature of complicity grows and grows until we become hardened, or we just don't even see it. Right? It's there, but we don't see it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and it's... um. It's, it's so prevalent in our society today. It, it, it's when I think about, um, I can't think of a, a white evangelical, evangelical pastor who has stood up publicly to talk about the it, injustice and inequality on, on black, black folks dying at the hands of Police, yeah, with, with with no repercussion consequence. I, I can't think of one. I'm not saying there there, there aren't. And it's any, not uh, there,
0: but I hear you. I hear you. You just don't know I, I, of any. No. Well, I want to take this a little bit further about the uh, Holocaust. Okay. Okay. So there was a a gentleman. If some of my listeners may know, his name is um, Pastor Martin Niemoller. Okay.
1: You got that right, huh? I think
0: I got it right. I don't know. If I pronounced it wrong and anybody knows, knows that I did, forgive me. Yeah. Okay. He has a famous quote, which I'm going to read after this, but I okay. want to tell you a little bit about the man behind the quote before I read it. Mm-hmm. He was a German Lutheran pastor and a theologian. He supported Adolf hit, Hitler's rise to power at oh, wow. first. He yeah. was
1: a man of God supporting Hitler. Go ahead. Yeah.
0: Go mm-hmm. ahead. He actually met with Hitler, and then he learned that Hitler was insisting upon the supremacy of the state over religion. Mm. And then he changed his mind mm. and became an opposition to Hitler. Mm. And after that happened, he later found out then he was under surveillance oh, by yeah. Hitler.
1: Okay.
0: Right? Okay. Okay. And then in 1937, this pastor was arrested and put into a concentration camp.
1: Wow. So okay. he goes from being a supporter now being arrested because he did not agree.
0: Yeah. He Well, he not, he not only aggr- didn't agree, he became an opposition of, he outspoken. A,
1: outspoken against them. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay.
0: So the concentration camp that he was in uh, was liberated in 1945. Now, it was opened in 1933, just a couple of months after Hitler came into power, right? Now, here's the thing about it. Let's just think about this, okay? When the concentration camp was opened,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Neymar was a prominent pastor, free, a free man, who even consulted with the leader who was responsible for killing millions of Jewish Mm. people, right? Mm. But when the camp was shut down, he was a prisoner there who needed to be liberated. Hmm. Now, you just t- take a look at that for it, a moment. Well, you uh, know, think about that it, rather so for it, well,
1: uh, it, You know, uh, my Godfather says something that when you look at a set of circumstances or situation or events that can only um, happen by God's orchestration, it, you have to listen to it. You have to acknowledge the Holy Spirit. And here's, here's the circumstances in which one of God's, shepherds yeah is on the wrong side of god yeah to be honest with you right he's on the wrong side of who god is absolutely god's love and 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 so now god puts him in a place orchestrates the circumstances to to get him to convict it to be recommitted well well
0: and let's put it this way I, I would not say that God orchestrated the circumstances. Okay. So hear me out. I'm not saying He didn't. God allowed the circumstances, right? And so we okay. we become the consequence of our own actions, okay. right? So and what I mean by that, because sometimes we think, well, God did this. God He allows certain things, right? Uh, I, 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 Does that make sense? So I, I, I just want our wo- listeners. No, I, I to- love the
1: change of words, and, I, and so I think allows a, a better word. But you know, the, the, you know, there's no thing that has happened that God has not already known. Absolutely. We are predestined before the creation of the earth.
0: Yeah. No, gotcha. So So. I want to, so I'm going to go into now, uh, poem. Right. Okay. So I gave, I gave everybody the information about, you know, who he was here was this. And and most of you would list. Goodness, Kim, just speak. (laughs) Most of you would know this poem from something because it's been quoted By so many people. Um, And here it is. It says First, they came for the socialist, and I did not speak out because I was not a socialist. Then, they came for the trade unionist, and I didn't speak out because I wasn't a trade unionist. Then, they came for the Jews, and I didn't speak out because I was not a Jew. Then, they came for me and there was no one left to speak for me. And that is the title of this episode, Then They Came for Me, right? So here is history. We talked about it in the U.S. Now we're talking about it on a global scale. Mm -hmm. shows us how bigotry and hatred have horrific consequences. And we must speak because it is is the collective failure of complicit science. Silence that leads us to disaster. It really is. We cannot be silent.
1: Yes. It becomes disastrous. I I completely agree with you. And and right is right. You know, when I have one of my older aunts, right is right. Wrong is wrong.
0: Right. (laughs) (laughs) Enough said, right? (laughs) So make no mistake. Um, Don't make a mistake, people. Because history and Niemöller have shown us, those who continue to turn a blind eye, towards injustice and oppression. There may very well come a day when injustice and oppression will come for your household. Absolutely. Just like it did for him.
1: And... and, and-
0: as as the word of god says i want to throw this in here we reap what we sow don't absolutely, we
1: absolutely and we all have to give an account yes exactly and when he asks of our account of what we did in those moments you you have to address. we have
0: to absolutely we have to say yep. so elander i want to you knew that before we even started this episode i was when i said it was just so on my heart um uh today so i want to it's just been not Not in a bad sense, just weighing on me. Just I don't like injustice in any form, right, against yeah. any people and traveling the world. I've seen enough of it yeah. to to know that it's just not a pretty thing, right? so yeah. if if you've ever turned a blind eye while you're in this country, just take a step over into an underdeveloped nation mm-hmm. and you'll understand it, right? And I wanted to give a a personal example. Okay. Um, which you know about. I'm just going to kind of paraphrase through it um, of, of what happened to me. Okay. Right? In I know a lot about you. Yeah, you might know. I, uh, I, think, I think I told I, you I about this. this one, so, okay. Yeah. So I've got a very good friend, and we had a major – he's a white guy. Okay. We've been friends for over 30 years. We had a major argument on race. It was so great that I almost just walked away from the friendship.
1: Yeah, I'm so glad Uh, you're you're sharing today. Come on, Kim, let it out. Well, I had,
0: you know. So we reconciled and everything was okay. And then he was in town and we decided to go to Charlottesville. Mountains up there are beautiful. And it just so happens that we were there right after that uh, uprising. The Tiki Torch. Yeah, right. right. Just right after that, right? So we are rounding the mountains and we run into some people that just look suspect, like this could be a dangerous situation, right? And he became afraid.
1: So let's back up. When you say they look suspect, well, I I
0: mean, maybe like, okay, so thank you for, I do need to clarify that. So in reference to, for us African-Americans, there are certain places that you don't want to be. You don't want to be in a small town at night by yourself. You don't want to be lost on a two lane road by yourself. Mm -hmm. So, And then encounter people because you just don't know what you're going to encounter. So from that standpoint. So we round the corner. He sees these guys. He becomes afraid. And Mm. we get off the mountain. And he said, yeah, I was afraid, you know. And so all of a sudden now he's afraid that he's going to lose his life. Not because of the color of his skin. Mm. But because of the color of my skin. Yeah. Right? Okay. So now... It's resonating with him because his own life is at risk. And, yeah. and so we, we had a deep conversation about uh, that. But for the very first time, you know, he's forced to look at this, Elander. Uh, it, what, what I've experienced so long, now all of a sudden he's saying, oh, Kim, I understand it. Yeah. You know, well, yeah, because you, you thought somebody it, was going to yeah. take your life, right? Yeah, right? So it's that thing. We, we have to sometimes experience you know things to understand them, right?
1: No, I mean facts, and, and, and again, I think that that uh, him seeing it through your lens under those circumstances, with those, you know, I'm sure he's heard many stories from folks, even you. I, if I know you well enough, yeah, he's you, heard them from me. Yeah, he's heard enough stories. I, you know,
0: I think to the point he thought, you know, Kim, here we go. Yeah, how often, you know, how many times, you know, it he it just didn't resonate with him. Yeah, right, but it did that particular time. And I'll, I'll say this, we're getting ready to wrap up here. Yep. Um, I hope our listeners have uh, enjoyed this about Then They Came From Me. I want to invite our friends to, Elander, we should never be turning a blind eye to oppression and injustice,
1: right? No, not at all. I think, all right. I think we're responsible. Uh, we have a responsibility to do our part no matter how insignificant it may seem or how small that's right it may be that's right you have a responsibility that's right that's exactly black or white that's right Right. it
0: doesn't matter what everybody has a a role to play
1: asian it doesn't matter
0: right Right. exactly and i you know i just hope the listeners uh would listen to nimler's caution about silent complicity Mm -hmm. right about and i am i Hey, I hope people go look him up and buy some of his work. I know somebody did a book out there called Then They Came for Me about and it's about him. Okay. Uh so, you know, take a page from his book that says, "Don't turn. He saw what happened to him when he became complicit. Well, then know, they came for him."
1: You know where I get my books? Yeah, you just get them from me. You Do just you have that book.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know
0: what? See, we're trying to end the episode, I'm sorry, and then he, no, come. that's no, no, <laughs> that's okay. We got to have a good time, right? So here it is. I'm leaving our listeners today with a quote from Martin Luther King okay. from the. It's from uh, his letters from the Birmingham Jail, yes. right? And I think you might have even quoted this or paraphrased, no, not, 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 not this not, one.
1: Not just part. It. So it's part of that when we talk about the moderate white.
0: Right. Yeah, and, well, okay, right.
1: And, and so being complicit, but go ahead. I didn't quote this part of the the Okay, letter. got
0: you. So this is what I want to leave our listeners with today. We will have to repent in this generation, not merely for the hateful words and actions mm. of the bad people, but for the appalling silence of the good people. Mm. And those are the words from Martin Luther King that I want to leave you all with today thank you for joining us today on truth love where our mission is always to speak god's truth in love as we follow jesus christ who is the way the truth and the life